Welcome back to the Jote Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 116, and we can officially say it, the Jack Eichel sweepstakes is over, it's done for the next at least couple months until he actually plays a game. And we'll see if we call the word sweepstakes, because this could very well turn out to be a disappointing trade for both teams. Hmm, I'm interested to see where you want to go with that one. So we're going to talk about the Eichel trade, some more NHL news. Uh, The Braves winning the World Series hours, seconds, minutes after we finished recording the last episode. Right. Uh, We'll talk about Thursday night football, some of some NFL headlines, and then we'll do uh, preview the games, guess the lines, and then NBA will talk about uh, a couple couple meetings, a Lakers meeting, a Celtics meeting, the Raptors' fifth straight win, and uh, I just Giannis is just pure comedy in the NBA. Actually, a few comedic moments in the NBA this week. Okay. Uh, there, there's no better place to start than this Eichel trade. So Jack Eichel, for those who don't know, traded to the Vegas Golden Knights along with the 2023 third-round pick for Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, a top-10 protected 2022 first, and a 2023 second, although some people said it was a third. I, I think there's conditions on every pick. Right, yeah. Um, I guess my initial thought, I I just have to say, this is... I liked where you're going with the loss both ways, but I think immediately right off the bat, Buffalo did not get enough. Again, I think it depends, because what if Jack Eichel has a surgery and things don't go well and he can't play again? Then Buffalo wins this, or he doesn't come back to the premier player he was once before. The other thing I'm going to add that... I don't think anyone really looks at is when you're a premier player, you typically make the players around you better. Jack Eichel isn't that player. Now that uh, in saying that this might be the right trade because he may now not be the number one guy and maybe that's his place. He um, the best example I can give is probably Mark Messier who never had to be the number one guy, but he would have been a number one guy on any other team. But boy, he was probably the best ever number two guy. Until he went to New York and got his own team. Absolutely. I think he's still the number one guy. If he's like going into Vegas, who, like, at least in their forward group, I guess Mark Stone? Mark Stone, I would say. I would put ahead of him just because of his two-way play. And he's a guy that I think makes the team better. He's a captain. Eichel's a captain, but to me, he's not a leader. He felt like a default captain. It was yeah. just, you're the best player, player on this team. Exactly. It's like peewee hockey. Like, okay, who holds onto the puck the most? Okay, you also get a C on your shirt. And I, so. can't, I can't imagine Eichel isn't playing with Mark Stone. That has to be the line, right? It's Max Pacioretty, Eichel, and Stone. I don't know. Well, again, we'll have to wait and see because they got deep. I, I don't know how they're going to put this roster on the ice. How do you afford it? Right? Like, you're going to need a Kucherov hip surgery by someone on Vegas to get this full, because they got a deep lineup, but I don't know how you're going to get these guys on the ice. It'd be interesting, because now the question for them goes, okay, so Eichel's going to get the surgery as soon as possible. Next week, I just watched the interview with, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. With Elliot Friedman? Yeah. Oh, he said it in the interview? Yep. Oh, I was not paying attention. All I saw was just near future. Yeah, next week. So it's three to five months? He said three months. So I guess, again, he's being positive about it, right? But you're right. It could be three to five. So the best case scenario, I'm just going to say the best case scenario for hockey is Eichel makes this triumphant return 
I think the best case scenario for his return is if he makes the U.S. Olympic team. I don't think it's going to happen, but how yeah, cool that, of a story be, would that be? Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, again, yeah, like because on paper he should be on the team, but he hasn't played, right? So. No. It, it, it's hard to it's hard to guess I'm, I'm surprised so you're okay with this haul for buffalo i yeah because i like what else are you gonna get like it's salary cap i when i saw this like what if eichel is what close to matthews like what what, 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 what? It, level of play like what, what would Ooh, you say maybe not now but like if he comes back to full form, he is easily a top 10 center in hockey. Okay, but right now we don't know, right? So, obviously, the Sabres had to sell low, right? Yeah. If you sell high, yeah, you probably get a little bit more. I don't think they had much of a choice here. They had to make a, a trade. I, I I don't think they could have went back and said, okay, get your own surgery, and then we'll see you in three months. If they would have did that, they would have did that in June, and then he would have been ready to play to help the hot Sabres in October you know, be one of the best teams ever in October. Yeah. But, yeah. It, to me, it's a big question mark. I, I think like Alex Tuck's a good, like, good player from, from Kre that area too. Right. And Krebs, he could be a top six guy as well. And you're getting a top 10 pick. So top 10 protected. So, if, right. So if it's, if it is a top 10 pick this year, then it goes to next year's first. Gotcha. Which even if even if Vegas doesn't make the playoffs, I don't think they're getting a top ten pick. No, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's weird that Buffalo would allow a protection like that. Yeah. Um. So Tuck is not coming back until January. He has a shoulder injury. Oh, I didn't know he was hurt. Yeah, Kreb, wow. Krebs is immediately sent down to Rochester. So this, again, this is so interesting of a trade because we can't wait to watch these players play in three to five months. Yeah, Krebs was sent down. He has one point in nine games. I think he has one point in thirteen NHL games, which he did look good when I watched when I because I did want to see him play. Yeah, World Junior player. And he's just, he's young. Like, he has time. You're yeah, basically yeah. trading for a prospect that has some NHL experience. Yeah. So, th again, this is a weird trade because it's, it's like, okay, we'll see you in six months and we'll let you know how things turn out here, right? So, you can't, it's not like an instant analysis. Like, oh, my God, the Golden Knights are the best team in the league. Um, but, anyway, listen to that interview, again, because you were kind of half listening as well. I didn't realize Colorado was in on... Um, the trade as well right i did bring Possibly. that i did bring that up because i'm surprised because there is one question that friedman asked where eichel's like i'm not answering that and it, it seemed a little right. awkward but yeah. he was pretty nice about it but right. he said were there any other teams and i'm surprised he said i thought it was going to be minnesota at one right. point colorado right. was involved yeah i think those are the only two yeah the only two that he named specifically yeah but obviously like everyone at least inquired i'm yeah. sure every team went well, you know what's it going to take right and i'm i'm assuming at this point there's probably 15 teams out there that went really that's all it took to get them no a lot of teams could have made that move including the calgary flames who were the runner-up in this it, it really evolved during the week of it's one of these two and I don't know which way to take this. So Kevin Weeks said Matthew Kachuk was a part of the trade, and then there was someone else that said he wasn't a part of the trade. I find it hard to believe, especially the start Calgary's had. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't get rid of Matthew Kachuk. I, and I, I feel like maybe they bowed out of this, realizing, you know what, we got a pretty good roster here. Why mess with it? Because it was, when I, I said it to you, it was Kachuk, a former first-round pick, so that made me think it was Dylan Dubé. 
Like, it right. made me think of a guy they had already picked and maybe has been playing. Like, if you would have just said those two players, that's probably a better deal than Talk what the Sabres and, got. Yeah. Uh, and then the fascinating third-place team was apparently the Carolina Hurricanes, another team that has been on fire to start the year. Where do you put Jack Eichel in that lineup? I'm not saying he wouldn't play, but right. Carolina I, has such a well-structured yeah, top, top nine. I, I would say, like, yeah, sometimes it's better when you don't make a trade, right? It's not talked about enough, right? Good thing this team didn't make this trade because look how good they are. Yeah, just trust the team you have. It. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing people aren't talking about is I, I'm the positive person with this trade and thinking Jack Eichel is going to come back and be the player he was, and it made me think for years to come, we're going to have Jack Eichel and Connor McDavid in the same division. Oh, wow, that's – yeah, and they didn't even think – Again, I'm, I'm just I'm cynical about this because I don't know. To me, Eichel has been underwhelming to me it, through his whole career up to this point. Do you think? I I feel like now at least he'll be more motivated with a team that actually has a chance to win. I hope so. I hope that's the reason why he was again like he was scoring points in Buffalo, but they still weren't winning. Yeah, right. Like Connor McDavid, like they didn't have much there when he was first there. They, they, they had that one playoff run where they made right. it to the second but round. I mean, they were still decent. It's just, I, I, yeah, I'm just not sold on Jack Eichel. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm just, I, he's a good player. And I think he would, like I said, I think he would fit awesome into like a Mark Messier type of, I'm not here to be the best player. Maybe, the, maybe it's the Vegas system. That, that might work. And I, I think, you know what Vegas needs? A guy that can put the puck in the net. Because that was their problem last year against right. Montreal. They just didn't have anyone that could score. As soon as Stone and Pacioretty went cold, it was it was who's scoring. It was defensemen scoring for them. I, I, I think Eichel is the offensive punch they need because I think they're just a responsible, well-run team. And uh, the Kachuk, we go from one Kachuk to the other unless you have anything else with this trade. No, I was just wanted to take a quick peek at uh, Nolan Patrick's stats since he uh, got traded. I think and... he's on. And I I think a lot of they have a lot of guys on injured reserve right now, which is kind of the interesting part. Vegas makes this move. They have William Carlson's out four to six weeks. Pacioretty and Stone are both on long term injury reserve. Right. They have one of their defense. I think White Cloud is on regular injury reserve. So is Nolan Patrick. They're just decimated with injuries, and yeah. it it feels like the type of team that limps into the playoffs gets a wild card spot and could go on a deep run because come April they're gonna have their full team and they're not gonna have any cap restrictions yeah hello Tampa Bay <laughs> uh so Matt Kachuk was apparently offered I again I, I doubt it he was really offered but Brady Kachuk officially named the captain of the Ottawa Senators yeah worst kept secret in hockey there was literally um, an Adidas, like a leaked Adidas photo that had a C on an Ottawa Senators jersey, and you could see the number seven on the side of the jersey. Right. It's why didn't my only question is why didn't they do this when he signed? Like as soon as yeah, you give him the I, contract, give him the seat. Exactly. Yeah. I I don't know. They must have a formality there that they go through. But yeah. I I don't know. You have to give him a couple weeks to make sure his teammates still like him. I guess so, yeah. Or get yourself back into the highlights again by na naming him captain now. I, I don't know. That's strange. Uh, Carey Price, we found out last week he was coming back. Now we have official date that he's coming back Monday. And, I mean, for Montreal, it's, 
it's not a lost season. It does feel like kind of down the drain quickly, but yeah. this is the kind kind of boost you need for your season. Unfortunately, Carey Price can't score goals, so that's not going to help Montreal very So they'll much win, here. they'll lose 2 nothing. That's right. Price will Price will keep them in those games. Uh the first ever hat trick in Seattle Kraken history. This is a great trivia lesson. Yep. Uh do you know the answer? I do. It is Jordan Eberle. Yes. Great. Good. I mean it's and again, a natural hat trick. Oh, I actually didn't know that. I okay. just knew it was a hat trick. Those natural hat trick is like the is the next level of hat trick. Like yep. it is just that much more impressive. For sure. That it's just three straight goals. It'll be a trivia question for years to come. It's who scored the first goal? Who it's it's all these firsts. I mean Who's the first player to get their skates tied up with another player? There's, <laughs> yeah. Seattle is create is creating their own records now. That's right. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs big four, and I just I wanted to bring this up because I know you're gonna. We are going to disagree on this, but the last three games now going back, they beat Detroit, they beat whoever Vegas's AHL team is exactly, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, this. Not only impressive wins for Toronto for me, but it's the fact that it's the big four that's been leading them. All right. If you want to go that route, I don't – it hasn't been impressive for me because they win – like you said, they played the AHL Golden Knights. Who is their farm team? I don't know. I, 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 I don't I – Because <laughs> most of the teams are in, either in the same city or, like, very, very close, and there's nothing but desert in Vegas. So I don't know where they're playing, but – to me, the Leafs beat Chicago. Who again, we know that whole franchise is in turmoil and down to nothing. Like it, like you gotta. It's gotta be like a five-one win to me to be a good team, right? And they don't. Detroit, we know, are an up-and-coming team, but again, they're in the bottom tier of the league. You're playing Vegas. You know what this reminds me of? How the Montreal Canadiens got to the Stanley Cup final because they didn't have to face any number one centers on any team. So you win those three, right? Now Tampa Bay, yeah. Okay, Tampa Bay, that was, again, an impressive win because now they've built some momentum after winning three games. Regardless of who you're playing, you're you're obviously going to – your confidence is going to build, and it showed in this game. Yeah. The, the Mitch Marner goal specifically against Vegas, that was – I think that was the true monkey off his back because that yeah. was a really he, nice goal. Yeah, compared to his first goal, which was, yeah, kind of – yeah, you know, that was a monkey, but still, he still had a still had a gorilla on there. So I liked um, – the NHL on Instagram compared it to – do you remember – this is going to be very specific. Do you remember the Maxim Finneganov goal? That looked like that. Yeah, they uh, they actually showed that on the highlight reel. They showed both goals because they were almost identical, other than Afinaganov looked like he was on. Um, I want to say he was on ice, which he was, but it looked like he was just losing his balance, like he was out of control. Where Marner was like, it just goes to show you the skill level um, compared to then compared to now. Yeah, on a, on the same play. Uh, I just looked it up. Uh, the Golden Knights, AHL affiliate, the Henderson Silver Knights, which Henderson is in Nevada. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, obviously, they keep – yeah. It makes sense to have everything close, right? Just like the Flames are now in Abbotsford, B.C., which is makes sense. Close, it's all close. Close enough. Yep. Uh, some actual positive news from this fallout from the Chicago Blackhawks. Brad Aldrich, the former video coach, had his name officially X'd out from the Stanley Cup it is just it's it's a good move it's good that um chicago campaigned for this and it was actually done on sunday as the tampa bay lightning's name were added 
from this past year. Oh, wow. So good on the NHL for doing something right. I hope uh, Robo Batman and Daly have... I mean, actually, I was going to say more press conferences. I, I don't nope. really want to see them talk. Get get a White House correspondent. Like, get one of the guys from the Trump administration. At least those guys were funny and interesting. Like, just get somebody who's not a lawyer. I was going to say, who's the best NHL option? Because, like, the first one that came into my head, head was Paul Bissonnette. That'd just be hilarious if he was the one answering those questions. I was, I was thinking more, like, of an actor. Who's the big Leaf fan? Uh, um, Will Arnett? Yeah, exactly. Well, get Will Arnett. He's not doing anything right now. I mean, get, he probably is. Uh, well, he might be doing some like voiceovers and stuff, but you know what I mean? Like, get someone interesting. What? Like, you, you still answer the question seriously, but at least have a little bit of it. Just yeah, it, like you said, it just to me it just puts a bad rap on the commissioner who again. I don't want to say I hate him because I don't really, based on all the information, like if reading the Brian Burke books, reading guys that know him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done a lot for the league. Right? He's, he's done but, a lot of good for the league. Absolutely. But it's just, I guess it's just right now that there's just yeah a lot of a lot of bad out there. Right. I just, uh, just hopefully we don't have to mention that guy's name ever again and, and it's just too bad it took so long for this to happen and again now there's lots of other stuff coming out which is part of my bad so i'll save that uh the the new york rangers they just love playing crazy games against canadian teams they they're a pretty exciting team to watch for sure uh so they played the canucks in vancouver and not only was there the third period chaos where Thatcher Demko loses his blocker and the Rangers it, somehow don't score. Yeah, and how come the ref's not blowing the whistle? Like, Demko's showing the ref, like, look, I don't, like, it, it's okay to, you can break your hand, but if your mask comes off, then they blow the whistle? It to should me, just that's be just, any goaltender. Yeah, like, as soon as you're, like, naked on the ice, like, shouldn't they be blowing the whistle? I, I thought that was kind of strange. And then in the overtime, I mean... I, I like that we see some overtime chaos still. It's not all about puck control. Yeah, exactly. It is. I think it's you could see the fun teams in the league actually have fun overtimes. Like Vancouver and the Rangers, they were going back and forth. It's breakaways, it's two-on-ones. Right. And the Canucks ultimately won on a JT Miller second chance. Right. But I, I genuinely think the Rangers might be my favorite non-favorite team to watch. And I'm surprised they play like they do because Gerald Gallant isn't that kind of coach, but maybe he's just coaching with what he's got, and that's why he's coaching this week because um, the, the teams he's coached are usually pretty disciplined defensively. Well, like Vegas. Vegas was right. like a very safe team. Yeah. And maybe the, maybe they were too safe. I mean, they went to Pete DeBoer. I don't really know if that's like right. you're, going, you're breaking the wheel with that yeah, one. Yeah, going more safe, if anything. Uh, my last thing for the NHL, the Hurricanes and Coyotes are just the Hurricanes have won nine straight to start the year. The Coyotes have lost 10 straight. I mean, I think I picked the Hurricanes to finish second in the division before the season. Right. I don't think anybody realized they would be this good. I did. I think them in Florida. No, you did not. You didn't like their goalies. You well, I don't like the moves they made, but they're still good. Still good, but I don't think you would have seen them being this good. Oh, okay. Well, because they do give up. You replaced Dougie Hamilton with Ethan Bear and Tony D'Angelo, who has fit in well. Did you see D'Angelo's fight and like the yeah. crowd is cheering for him? And right. it, it doesn't feel right, but if I mean if he's fitting in with the locker room, that's I, probably that's a good why thing. he's doing that kind of stuff, right? 
And obviously, he, he must be a good fit in there, or else I don't think they would be winning that many. And for the Coyotes, like, what's going on there? Like, Pavel Datsuk, let's put one in the net. <laughs> I wonder if they still have. I wonder all the contracts they still have. You know, and uh, that's what I wanted to I start naming. Hosa. Yeah, Hosa. How come he? Like, come on, like back check a little bit out there, right? <laughs> Help your team. That would be a fun game. Of uh, how many Arizona Coyotes do you genuinely think you could name? Like, just right now, it's not like a two. Two, okay. Jeff Chikrin and Phil Kessel. Okay. Can't even name you the coach. I, I know, know who it used to be, and I can tell you probably more players that are on the LTIR than that are on the actual team. Uh, I also got to correct. You said Jeff. It's Jacob Chikrin. Sorry, that was his dad. Played oh. for the Flyers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Kessel. I mean, you probably also remember Clayton Keller. Vaguely. Is he still playing in the league? He is. Uh, their head coach, that's- actually, former World Junior coach, Andre Ternier. Oh, and who's Arizona's farm team? Uh, Tucson? Yeah, yeah it would be close again, right? Sorry. Uh, I'll look it up to make sure. But, but again, uh, what's the difference? Why not just throw Tucson? <laughs> get them to play a game. Maybe they'll win. Yeah, the Tucson Roadrunners. Okay. It's at least a fun Used name. Fun, Phoenix. fun Coyotes jerseys. Phoenix Roadrunners. <laughs> uh, that was, do you have anything else for the NHL? Um, No. We'll go to the MLB where the Braves... Take game six of the World Series, uh, another snooze fest, even though it was it was good to see the Braves win. I think it's great for baseball. But a 7 nothing win in game six, and after a Jose Soler. What is that? That's the sound of a garbage can. Sorry, Houston. We have a problem because you couldn't hear it, and you lose again because you couldn't cheat. Yeah, no, still no legitimate titles for the Astros. Uh, Jorge Soler, not only did he hit home runs in this series, they were like, no doubt, Giancarlo Stanton bombs. Yeah, like out of the stadium. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the home runs were like that, where John or like Stanton yeah. home runs. Like, no doubters, like as soon as it hit the bat, like it's, wow, like way gone. Uh, Soler wins the MVP. We said before the game, Max Fried, we needed... I said seven. You said anywhere from five to six. He yeah, did pitch he, six innings. Could have went longer. Yeah. Again, th- th- he f- I could see Freed with his hand over his glove trying to talk his manager into throw me out for another inning. Like, I'm still pitching well. Yeah, you, you still have a shutout. Nope. Sorry. Analytics says no. <laughs> what do you say to that, right? Like, sorry, the analytics say no. The geeks upstairs have, have said, no, you can no longer pitch. Yeah, that's a tough conversation. At least, at least it didn't cost them in this one, like it did the Rays. It was this was over early, right? Like the, it's so weird with the Astros because like their offense, you just figured one guy's going to get a hit, and it's like contagious, and it just it didn't materialize at all. Like I just figured again, like I told you in the Boston Houston series, you could see momentum change. This one you couldn't see it right from game to game. It was like once the the game was over, it was like. The next game, you weren't sure how things were going to go. But in that Boston-Houston, you knew, like, oh, here comes Houston. They're they're going to steamroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie Freeman gets the gets the final play. He does the – now I just call it the Anthony Rizzo because I'd never seen a first baseman put the ball in their pocket Back until pocket. Rizzo did it right. when they won in 2016. And everybody turned after the game into, well, is, is Freddie Freeman going to stay? Is, like, what's – What's going to happen with this? And 
we can't just enjoy things. We can't nope. just enjoy winning For, the World Series. No, nope. yeah, it's it's automatically into the off season and Bing, 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 free agency. No, uh, I think the future of the Houston Astros is fascinating because they have a giant hole that could be leaving in Carlos Correa. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see what happens. That this could be the end of the Houston Astros, which I have no problems with. No, I don't. I don't think a lot of people do. No, uh, I think a lot of credit goes out to Alex Anthopoulos because I kind of forgot he was Atlanta's GM or yeah, whatever. yeah, I forgot that too. Yeah, good Canadian content there. Man, poor poor Blue Jays fans watching yeah. him build a World Series team and Snitaker. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to read the Sports Illustrated uh, article on him. Uh, Probably from a couple of months ago, anyway. But what a great story! Like, and even his son, to his son being on the other side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's an awkward one. It's also this was a World Series for Hank Aaron. Right. And it was it wasn't a piece that I thought about until yeah. I started talking about it after the game. I'm like, right. oh yeah, like this is this is hammering Hank's title. Yep. And also breaks uh, the Atlanta curse. Yeah. Which yeah, it's been a while. The Braves were the last team to break it. Yeah. 1995. And then I read an article that was talking about, well, you know, uh, the Hawks lost in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Well, And then I thought, well, no one thought they would get there. That was an overachievement. Right. And then they brought up the Falcons. And I was like, why? Why, yeah, why do we have to talk about Sw- the Falcons? Was it Swanson? Uh, yeah. It was, I think Swanson was at the game. Damn. So for him, it, he said it was full circle, right? For him to be there and, and feel devastated and then to – to come around so it's funny how like sports in general are if you're in the same city and you're cheering for all these teams it kind of all comes together right so it's like a true when you say you're winning for the city you're also i think winning for the other sports franchises as well because how often do you see that where unless you're if if you're if one well that's what i mean like if one franchise is winning Look at how many times the other franchises seem to do very well. Like, I, I can tell you, like, I know the Flyers, going way back, was in 1980, all four Philadelphia teams made it to the finals. Only one of them won, but, I mean, the, it, it, same with Boston. It almost seems like it's contagious. L.A., right? So you get the Dodgers and the Lakers. Like, it seems to, like, well, all the franchises seem to, it doesn't seem to be, okay, this year it's Seattle and Miami and, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Tampa Bay, the Bucks win the Super Bowl, the Lightning yeah, win back-to-back cups, that's and what the I'm Rays saying. make it to the World yeah, Series. Yeah, right? Like, don't, like... It's it, contagious. It's, yeah, it seems to be, again, it didn't happen a lot to me it, back in the 80s 90s but recently if you start to look like the cubs right blackhawks like you know there was there's lots of that now, now that i think of it there's probably more of it than yeah but yeah anyway just thought i'd mention that maybe it's las vegas this year i was gonna say like pittsburgh pittsburgh right they have the steelers yeah, and the yeah, penguins. penguins exactly and fortunately they don't have any other franchises where they could win right yeah poor pirates NBA, fans. yeah <laughs> oh yeah exactly the pirates i was thinking more nba because they don't have a team but yeah um Atlanta curse uh, i guess then the other big news which kind of shocked me that buster posey retiring 12 years in the majors um we can go through all his accolades i just to me 34 years old it seemed like he had time still left and still i don't know isn't he like a 300 hitter or 275 like he was still and usually when those guy uh, catchers are declining they usually move move him to first base because now you can still get his hitting because he's a great hitter uh i mean 2019 was a bad year 2020 yeah, yeah. was the shortened year and then he was just not in the middle he- 
Because he didn't play, I don't think, in 2020. He opted out, I think. So didn't he? Right? So, like, you have another year. Yeah, I was totally shocked. Um, one stat they had, which was pretty impressive, he's one of two players uh, to win, like, I think it was Rookie of the Year, MVP of the World Series, and three rings or something like that, or two rings. Pete Rose is the other. So, but he was like, wow, that's pretty good company. I think a lot of people then started the debate of, if he's a Hall of Famer, to me, I don't. I wouldn't say he's a first ballot, but I would say he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he wins. He just yeah. wins, right? So he's his accolades: a seven-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger. He's won a Gold Glove. He was the 2012 NL MVP and a two-time World Series champion. Uh, sorry, do you know how many years he played in the league? It's uh, seemed, uh, twelve. Yeah, it doesn't seem like very long. Like so he got I don't, twenty. Yeah, so twenty. 2009 right just before the they started winning world series championships yeah he was a rookie right? like, 2010 rookie of the year yeah. and won the like world he series. must have been a little older then because yeah like again yeah just i guess because he's retiring early just it just seems like he just started to me making me feel old <laughs> um moving as we move into the off season we've got some some opt-outs uh and some declined options uh notably nick castiano with Nick Castellanos with the Reds, right? Avisiel Garcia with the Milwaukee Brewers, Kyle Schwarber, Jock Peterson. The interesting one, and it's again this kind of dark cloud that looms over the MLB. Trevor Bauer not opting out of his deal, but also probably not playing again. Well, yeah, I don't know. Does he get paid, or is he? I don't know what his status is. Yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> just it's just this weird. We don't know what's going on. It's like Deshaun right. Watson. It's not really an answer. Does, does, now, does he make a difference for the Dodgers if he plays? Probably. Yeah. I, I, I it think... wasn't talked about at all, was it? No. Right? Cause, I guess because there was no chance of him. It's not like he had an elbow injury and, oh, maybe he can pitch in game six. Yeah. No, he's gone crazy. So, like, he's not playing. Yeah. Um, some declined options. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon with the Phillies. I I just wanted to put it in there to say I hope he goes back to Pittsburgh because that's just that was always his always right. his place. Yeah, yeah, that's what you think of him as for sure. And then a couple Yankees: Brett Gardner and Darren O'Day. Right, O'Day. He was out in July, never came back. Actually, it was decent for them in twelve games that he pitched for them. Um, and Gardner wants to be a Yankee again. He'd like to play one more year. I I don't know. There might they might go with someone younger right and give somebody else a chance to be the number four outfielder hey listen he did a heck of a job being the number three outfielder when he was supposed to be number four this year we'll see do you think he would coach ah that's a good question yeah you still want to be a part of the right team? like yeah yeah because yeah they seem to like him right it seems to be a amicable relationship between those two so yeah maybe he gets into they need a hitting coach <laughs> So who would be the, like, not to go too deep in a Yankee conversation, right. but your outfielders next year, you're going to get Aaron Hicks back. Yep. Aaron Judge. Yep. Gallo. Yep, because he's still under contract. And then you still have Stanton, who can play sometimes. For sure, yeah. They showed that, yeah, he's finally healthy again, which is, yep. It got them to the wild card, right? So they got some missing pieces. Uh, I'd like to see them bring Rizzo back, but if you don't, it's pretty good 1B. Uh, to throw in there with Voight, mm-hmm. uh, you need a number three pitcher now, right? Kluber is a free agent. So do you bring him back or do you go with somebody else? So, yeah, to mix and match a little couple pieces here and there. Shortstop is probably the big one. They can go out and buy someone. 
right? Uh, Trevor Story. Which uh, apparently the Yankees organization has soured on Story. Oh, okay. And that to me just says they're going to go all in and get Corey Seager. That if, yeah. if you're not going after Story. Right. I mean, I know the Dodgers would have first dibs and Seager would probably want to go back there. Right. I, I also wondered if they're... Because you also say the lefty bat thing. I, I was just going to say that. they need, That's why I like Rizzo over Voight. Because I like Luke Voight. I just think you need a lefty in there because you're going to get more runs. Because you're going to fly balls anywhere else. It's going to be a home run in Yankee Stadium. So then I would throw... Because you also said there's a chance they might trade Gio or Shella. Yeah. Because they're going to have Glaive. But then... so. Oh, DJ's going to play third. Third, okay. Because I was going to say, if you get Corey Seager, why wouldn't you try to go get Kyle Seager? A couple more lefty bats. Right. If, Left. I guess if you're not getting, if you're not bringing Rizzo back, then you could have LeMahieu play first. LeMahieu, uh, Glaber, and the Seagers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's options there, right? But it's, it's yeah, the they're, they're going to buy their way into they, this. Yeah. They need a shortstop and a, and a, Number three pitcher. Those those are priorities. The other ones, like if they don't make any moves, it doesn't bother me. Like that that would put them may put them over the top. They're that close in my mind. Uh we'll go to the NFL. I guess this is like the last MLB conversation we have until free agency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to Yeah. Which starts when? I have no idea. Because like baseball's good at right. December. They, yeah, they right, because Baseball is good at keeping themselves in the news. We talk about that many times, right? So the next will be awards. Yeah. Right? They'll bring out awards there in yeah, they, mid to late November. Then you're right, free agency will start. And then next thing you know, it's pitchers and catchers. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's literally <laughs> you know? like the MLB or the NFL playoffs, and it's all right. It's, Who's uh, going to camp? That's right. Yeah. It's all, they do a good job. Uh, One good thing of uh, about MLB, right? Because I, I don't want to give them too, uh, their heads getting too big, because we know we, they have a lot of things to work on Man. this off season. A lot Just of, one. Yeah, I was going to say even December. I think it's December first. The CBA's done. So oh boy, oh boy. I don't think we'll be. I mean, I hope we won't be heading to a strike, but at least we'll have some rule changes. Is that the new deadline now for the CBA? Is December? I just thought it was this year. Just this year. Oh, just for this year. Okay, because I thought like. That's the one thing that again that bothers me about baseball. Why would you have a deadline for your CBA in the middle of a season? That's where you end up with lockouts and strikes and right, like you don't want to negotiate in the middle of a season. Yeah, like just have it at the end of the year so every you you know we're guaranteed to not have another nineteen ninety four, right <laughs> or nineteen oh four. Really? Remember I told you about the, oh, the yeah, boycott, and we don't want to play the American League. See, they were even bad back then, 100 <laughs> years ago. Uh, to the NFL, where I, I realized we didn't talk about, and then I don't want to talk about it for too long, but Henry Ruggs uh, was driving under the influence. He apparently was going over 150 miles per hour, and I saw that, and I didn't know how much. What is that for Canadians? For, <laughs> for kilometers? kilometers? Yeah. Uh, I always say it's almost double because it's 1.6. Wow. So 1.6 times 150. That is ridiculous. Yeah, 200 uh, and change. Showing off his fancy sports car and yeah. now doesn't have a job in the NFL. The, I guess I don't really want to talk about him. killed somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, like facing yeah. multiple charges now. And I, I did like Derek Carr's response because he said right now he needs love. And I think it's, it's a good teammate. It's a good person. But ultimately he made... 
I don't even want to say it's a mistake. Just made a terrible decision that cost someone their life. Exactly. Yeah, and it wasn't his own. So, I I don't. Again, I I haven't been in that situation before, but um, I don't think people realize the burden people take. Maybe some people don't, but if you're a good person, I'm assuming like that haunts you now for the rest of your life. Like that in itself is almost like jail. Yeah. And then you're probably going to actually go to jail. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, you, the only thing that's sad about this um, is, like, teams really don't care about their players, right? Like, they just release them. Yeah. Like, I immediately. Don't want, I don't like, want this problem. I, I get it. I get it why they, you know, from a publicity standpoint, you got to do it. But, like. He's like your employee, right? It's just so sad. We're okay. Well, you did you, know, the, you did this wrong. Get out of here. Exactly. Just like what you're saying about Derek Carr, like just because he's not on the team, he still cares about the guy. Like Man. just because you you know you go play for another team doesn't mean you hate him. Well, you can't hate him on the field or ice or whatever you're doing. But other than that, like you're you're human. Yeah. They just thought that was strange. That's all. They they didn't suspend him or you know just. Again, you can do that in the NFL because their collective agreement is so weak that, see ya. Yeah, no, not not much help for the players out there. But in other wide receiver news, a pretty shocking move in in, in my eyes: the yeah, Cleveland Browns release Odell Beckham Jr. Again, the NFL, right? It, it's like it's just really, if you think about it, it's like the Buffalo Sabers releasing Jack Eichel because he doesn't want to get the surgery. Like Beckham was a superstar. And now, see you later. It's very important to say was because as soon as he, it was basically as soon as he got to Cleveland, he had some good games, but you could see this like decline from where he was with injury. the Giants. For sure. Lots of injuries. He's, what, how old would he be now? 30, 31? Oh, I think he's younger than that. Probably, yeah. I would say like 28, 29. Okay. I'll look it up. Uh, I want, I want, now, I feel like the question just has to go who is the team that takes this chance? Somebody will. You know that for sure. Somebody will take a chance. I also loved that his dad. I don't know if I said it on the last episode because it was trade deadline day, but he Odell Beckham Senior released a video, and it was eleven minutes long of Baker Mayfield missing throws. Yeah, that that's that's just in bad taste in my mind. Like, what are you doing? Um, he is twenty nine. It's not too far off. Um, yeah. let's see. I also just I saw this from Adam Schefter that. Whether he's released today or tomorrow, he can't be claimed on waivers until 4 p.m. Monday at the earliest. Interesting. Here are the top 10 <laughs> teams in terms of waiver order. Okay. So just give me a yes or no. Do you think they would try to claim him? Detroit. Yes. Miami? <laughs> no. Houston? No. Jacksonville? No. The Jets? Yes. Washington? Yes. Philadelphia? Yes. Seattle? Yes. Chicago? Yes. I I don't think I don't think a good team is going to uh, unless this is cuz remember with the whole Stefan Gilmore thing, he was yep. going to be released but right. then Carolina made the trade. Right. I wonder if someone's just going to trade for him. Right. Cuz so then going, you can play. Oh, wait, you can't trade. Oh no, it's past the trade deadline. So yeah, I can't even do that. No. Um here yeah. is also odds. So we listed those 10 teams. Here are odds for his next team. It was a team that they were going to make the trade, but New Orleans. Yeah, I can see that happening. Vegas. Yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. New England. No. 
that really is that cool. a is that a risky Bill Belichick yeah, move? Yeah, because they already tried that with Brown. Right, it's just, this is the same move as the Brown move. He's going to be a good third wide receiver on a good team. Mm-hmm. The Rams. I so. Yep. I mean, they let Deshaun Jackson just for, walk nothing. for nothing. I know. Again, right? The NFL is so weird. Like, if I don't know, like, that that baffles me. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Indianapolis. Yes. Uh, San Francisco. No. Green Bay. No. Kansas City. Maybe. It's not a terrible move. Nope. It would be hilarious if their wide receiving core becomes Tyree Kill, right. Odell Beckham Jr., and Josh Gordon. Yeah. And the last team on here, it would be hilarious. Probably won't happen, but Tampa Bay. Yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> they, they've already made that move. Yeah. They um, got their brown. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is not playing this weekend. It was supposed to be a great Green Bay, Kansas City, Mahomes versus Rodgers. Yeah. Have we seen them play before? I don't think so. I feel like we haven't. Nope. And it only happens. I'm pretty sure the only reason they're playing is because of the extra game this year. Oh, okay. And Rodgers test positive for COVID, not yep. playing. And then we have the conversation of immunization right. versus vaccination. Oh, boy. Because Rodgers didn't get the vaccine. But he with his personal some, doctor, he got yeah, homeopathic something. treatment to raise his antibodies. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me with Aaron Rodgers. He There's I, always something with him. Someone tweeted you you um you could take the you could take him out of Southern Cal, but you can't take the Southern Cal out of him. Uh, yeah. You know you know what lowers the issues with Aaron Rodgers is cuz he's so damn good. Yeah. Right? So people overlook the stuff that goes on behind the scenes with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like you could just tell he's one of those guys that just he's going to be a thorn in your side no matter where he goes or what he does, right? He always is he's like the hippie. Yeah, especially right? with he's, the hair now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Get a haircut and shave. Come on. It's night it's 2021. It's not 1975. <laughs> uh Michael Thomas, this is I think also why Odell might go to the Saints as Michael Thomas had a setback in his ankle injury and we can officially say it done for the season no Michael Thomas just like the New Orleans Saints <laughs> done for the season just uh, like I could have told you that well, I did tell you that yeah before week one are we sure they're not going to finish second in the division Trevor wow. Simeon no uh Tarod Taylor making his return to the Houston Texans playing Miami this weekend that's a really good bad game how how bad is the Texans organization when their doctors can't even play right? Right? <laughs> they hurt tight. Right? You know what I mean? That was the Chargers. Oh, was it? Okay. Was I thought it was year. with the... Really? It was last year? It was last year. I thought year. it was week one of this year. No. Well, wow. I think it was week two, but it was why Justin Herbert started. is because they uh, okay. stabbed him with a needle and it like right. punctured something. It punctured his lung, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tyrod Taylor back. There, the, if, if anything... The NFL this season, what's it all about? The theme? Backup quarterbacks. Know your backup quarterbacks and your third-string quarterbacks. Could the New York Jets have the number one passing quarterback two weeks in a row and not be the same quarterback? They're in the lead right now because Johnson out through Wentz. So we'll see. If that guy bets another $1,000... (laughs) <laughs> right, he could be a multi-millionaire this time around. Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you could find odds on is it Josh Johnson, yes, who's been in the league for a hundred years, um, and 
you want to talk about backdoor covers and backdoor scores, this was the game you want to talk about where the Colts decided, I'm assuming they threw in their third string defensive players and let the Jets look like the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers they, last night. The the Colts got had four touchdowns in the first half and you just you knew the game was over. The, to me the game was over when um Taylor ran that I don't know 70 yard to make it 42-10 I think it was at the time or 35-10 or yeah, it was over then, right? Game's over. Yeah. Yeah. And garbage t- garbage time basically started in the second half. Yeah, like early, right? If if just and again Colts are putting in their third string players and pl- and just playing like not even like rushing the quarterback basically just yeah throw in front of us and then kill 30 seconds throw in front of us kill another 30 seconds like it was it was like an offensive explosion but it was boring yeah right it was yeah, like, like what, the was, the, what was the final score was yeah it was so close 40 45 45 30 yeah like you think oh this must have been a great game no, it was all garbage time. It really was. Man, uh, it was disappointing to see Mike White, who had all this hype going into this. I think he, I said it Tuesday. Like, let's temper the expectations. Oh yeah, he's yeah not. for sure. Yeah, he's. But he injures his forearm, and yeah. you're like, oh, that sucks. Like, yeah. at least at least this Jets thing was fun. Like with yeah. Mike White. Yeah, for sure. And the Jets are unpredictable. Boy, oh boy. I'm I'm gonna be honest here. On ESPN, they have like pick against the spread. It was it was Indianapolis minus ten and a half, and I took the Jets, which mm, I got almost I got pretty got close. close. Yeah, they just missed you just missed it by an onside kick. Could have got your back your favorite backdoor cover. Yeah, it I is call it, you a backdoor cover. That'll be your new nickname. I actually I don't mind that. I love backdoor covers because I it makes watching football that much more exciting. For for sure, because if you're watching, guess what? Who's left watching a forty five thirty game? Teams betting on these games. Damn. That's who's watching this game. And you. Yes. Because <laughs> you watch almost every football game possible. Yeah. Just uh, a lot of fast forwarding through this one because it was like, yeah, it was just garbage. It was, a, it was a Thursday night football game, which we've had a few good ones. Yeah. But... Yeah. Not this one. Nope. Uh, Christian McCaffrey back in practice. Sam Darnold's in concussion protocol because the Carolina Panthers just can never get those two guys on the field together. No, exactly. And that's why they'll... Unfortunately, there's no 500 season this year because I would tell you they're an eight and eight team, but they will either go nine and eight or eight and nine, just the way this team is. I hope week seven or week 18 or whatever the last week is, I don't have to pick them in my suicide pool because I will just be wow, fretting that. You're just that's you're just you're saying you're getting a week 18. I already have my teams picked for what the rest. Of the, the yeah, I already looked ahead to see who. Like I got the Cowboys this week. Um, I would have. T- it was the Cowboys or the Colts. I was gonna take this week. So, yeah, I already got my teams picked, and yeah, at least it looks like I don't have to pick like the Lions or the Texans or the Dolphins to try and stay alive for my last couple weeks of the season. Yeah, the damn Jets really screwed me on that one. Uh, Kyler Murray, we saw on Thursday last week that he left the game limping after he threw. Again, do we call it an interception? Can it just be AJ Green's interception because he gave up? Yeah, yeah, he didn't even give up. He didn't even look. Like, what did he think he was? An offensive lineman? Was he blocking? He was ready for Kyler to run it in, I guess. Uh, But Kyler is a game time decision against the 49ers this Mm, week. Interesting. 
I'm interested to see how much of a drop off is the Cardinals because again, you're you're right. It's the year of the backup quarterback. Yeah, who's how much... the backup for the Cardinals? This is uh, see, this is a thing we're gonna have to study because like we should be rhyming them off by now. Brett Hundley. Oh boy. I think I'll check. Um, but yeah, this. I remember last year, the 49ers were already out of it. The Cardinals were in playoff contention. It was like a Christmas day or like somewhere around Christmas time. Right. And it was in Arizona, even though it was San Francisco's home game. Oh, right, because of COVID. Holy jumping, eh? Uh, Where's the uh, UCLA star that the Cardinals picked? Is he – oh, you got traded to the Chargers or – UCLA star? Yeah. Like the quarterback? Yeah. I think that's Brett, Brett Hundley. Oh, it is Hundley. Okay. Uh, but that's not their backup quarterback. Their oh. backup quarterback is <laughs> one of the best backup quarterbacks ever. It's not Blake Bortles, who okay. was brought back the Packers. Right. It's Colt McCoy. Ah, there you go. Right? Like, these guys just, they're always somewhere, right? Like, And they always get a chance. I know. They yeah, always they're always. Who wants to hold a clipboard for our team? Come on in. And we might you might have to get thrown into the lineup for some crazy time. And it's happening everywhere. Uh, At least the Bills have a good backup quarterback. There was a rumor they were going to trade him. Really, eh? But why? He's yeah, he's, just, he's not. That's you're safe. Like to me, I think he's like the best backup in football. I don't. Like, I don't think I have an argument. Yeah, like he's former number one guy, like a legitimate number one guy. The MVP last year. <laughs> yeah. Nickelodeon valuable. That that didn't even make any sense. Like. The Nickelodeon valuable player, but he's not the most MMVP. Um, so yeah, let's get in. Let's get into the games. Early window, we get the Buffalo Bills going to Jacksonville. I gotta pull up the spread. So I'm just gonna say this also. I made these guesses on Monday. Okay. A lot has changed since Monday, but uh, I'm not. I'm not changing my picks. I'm. Oh. Okay. I made. I made my moves. I gotta. I made my bed. Gotta sit in it. Um, I picked Buffalo to be favored by 16 and a half in Jacksonville. I'm going to say it's 17. Oh, you went high. It's 14 and a half. I was going to say 14 and a half because I know a lot of betting is based on the week before and the bills look rusty. I I think the rust is off and I, I really think they win this one big. It's, I know I usually talk about garbage time. This might be first half garbage time. Not even like garbage time cover. I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if we see Mitch Trubisky in this game. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. I just Jacksonville just seems defeated. Like, yeah, they they couldn't move the ball on Seattle. No, and they're exactly. one of the worst defenses. Agreed. I could see Buffalo yeah. defensive touchdowns. Yeah. I wonder now. I feel like the question for me in this game, like, can Buffalo make it to like fifty? Ooh boy. Like, that's a fun – can like, if they're over under for points, if I gave you, like, 45 and a half. Yeah, I would take the over. I just think the Bills' offense is going to come to life in this one. Like, even their running game. Not that Jacksonville – like, I would – are they middle of the pack on the defensive side of the ball? Probably, just but they just offense. can't move the ball. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the good-bad game this week is Houston going to Miami to Rod Taylor versus – I assume Tua. I think he's still the starter. Again, we we know the backup quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, here we go again. It's our theme. Uh, I said Miami would be favored by two and a half. Um, I'm gonna say three and a half. And you get it just on that. It's five and a half. A lot of faith in the Dolphins. Yeah, just because I think there's not a lot of faith in the team they're playing. 
but like we saw what Taylor did. I, I agree. I I would take the Texans in this one. The Dolphins don't look very good to me. Neither team does, right? This no. is a game I don't want to touch. It's a good bad game. Yeah. Uh, next up, your eliminator pick this week: Denver going to Dallas. I said Dallas would be favored by twelve and a half. Dak said he is ready to go. I'll say because they lost Von Miller, it'll be thirteen and a half. Ooh, he went high. It's ten. Mm. I wonder, would it be that bad to just sit Dak for another week? At like, this point, yeah. Like based Cooper on Rush? yeah, based on what he did, yeah, last week. You're again, you're playing a similar team to me. Minnesota and Denver are right, pretty close in terms of caliber. I would say, yeah, maybe a little bit less on the quarterback side. I don't know, I, right? Former former Minnesota quarterback, yeah. Uh, Next up, the Las Vegas Raiders and whatever monstrosity is going on in their franchise going to the Giants, going to New York to face the Giants. I said Vegas would be favored by four and a half in New York. Um, I'll say five and a half. It's actually Vegas by three. I wonder if they mm. think the rugs thing yeah, is going to affect, affect them. them. Yeah, and the many other things that have happened there. <laughs> wow. Tough, tough ride for them. The Giants yeah. defense, I think, has been playing better. Yeah, yeah agreed. And their offense hasn't been, like, terrible. It's more nope. just – it's honestly every game is – does Daniel Jones – is his turnover number more than one? And is his reception number over one? <laughs> he really might be a good wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, next up, Atlanta going to New Orleans to face the Saints. Hopefully not with Odell Beckham Jr., but I said the Saints would be favored by three and a half even though they are still starting Trevor Simeon. Um, I will say they're favored by four and a half. And they're favored by six. Yeah. And I'll take Atlanta. Atlanta wins this game. I say I wanted to say that. I'm glad you said it first so I don't just look like a homer. Yeah, no, they the Atlanta's a good I told you the Saints are not good. Again, here's a letdown game. They beat Tampa Bay, world champions, we're high on our horse. We can win without our number one quarterback. Yeah, let's get back down to reality here. <laughs> Uh, next up, a uh, Super Bowl rematch for those who remember the Super I, I honestly forgot this was the Super Bowl that year, but it was the Janet Jackson year. We just had a Super Bowl rematch last night. The Colts and the Jets. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl three, sixteen seven or 17-6, sorry. Wow, what a... I remembered the score. That was really random. Yep. Uh, New, Orleans, or New England going to Carolina to face the Panthers. I said the Patriots would be favored by one and a half. Does Christian McCaffrey move this line if he plays? Yes, yes, I, I think so. Um, sorry, what did you say? It's I said New England and Carolina. In Carolina. So I said Patriots by one and a half. I'll say the Patriots are favored by two and a half. You really you keep one-upping me. So you said two and a half, it's three and a half. Going the opposite of the Price is Right rules yeah, instead are. of going one dollar. <laughs> uh, next up, the, the purple battle. Minnesota at Baltimore. Oh, Nice. This is actually like I feel like the spread would tell you. I think it's the second. Actually, I shouldn't tell you what. It yeah. it is one of the bigger spreads of the early window. But to yeah. me, this is the most exciting game. Yeah, I will say uh, Baltimore's favored by four and a half. I also said four and a half. It's six. Yeah, and I'll take Minnesota. I, I like Minnesota with yeah, the points. I'll take the points. I think Baltimore could still win. Yeah, but Baltimore is going to have to hold on to the box. I think Minnesota. Even if their offense didn't look that great against Dallas, I think right. it's just Dallas has a good defense. Better defense, yeah. Which maybe Baltimore does. Because Baltimore did it to the Chargers. They yeah. kind of held them in check. 
Yeah, but then remember what Baltimore didn't do to the Colts. To the Colts. Didn't they play on, yeah, didn't they play on Monday night and it was a Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Oh no, wait, no, they did play the, the Colts. Colts. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Carson Wentz threw all over them. Yeah. Um oh, I guess I guess then I have this game as the best one, but I just found okay. this line deceiving. I hit this right on the head. It's Cleveland yeah. at Cincinnati. Okay. Um wow. Yeah, because they're going to look at Cleveland as being not very good the last few weeks and lots of dissension there. The Bengals bungled. I'll (laughs) say the Bengals are favored by two and a half. I was so excited about hitting it right on the head, and so did you. I thought you were talking yourself into a bigger Bengals spread. No, no, because they lost. That's why it would be. I'd say they'd probably be favored by four and a half or five and a half if they had one. I wonder – so this is like – a crossroads for both of these teams it's yeah. the Bengals losing to the jets right how do you respond to that exactly but then cleveland tr- just released odell right is getting rid of him getting rid of a distraction right yeah and what's on the injury front there for the running backs chubbs back but what about i think Hans their is, dynamic I think still out because okay? i think that helps them when they're both in there yeah because you you got the one two punch there less on your body pr- and takes pressure off mayfield yeah, in my mind because he's not a He's a 1B quarterback, right? Yeah. In my mind. Um, I would not touch this game with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> I don't trust either of these teams. I'll, I tr- I got to go with my Bengals, right? They're my team this year, so I, I think they pull it off at home. If it was 3.5, I would take the Browns with the G- points. Gotcha. But 2.5 is just 2. I don't like yeah. the that. This could be one of those uh, overtime games where the kickers decide no one <laughs> wants to hit a field goal. Let's keep playing. A tie. Maybe a tie here. Uh, oh, no. A tie in Ohio. I like that. Uh, to the late window, uh, the L.A. Chargers going to Philadelphia, and I think we've seen the Chargers a very roller coaster at the moment. They're, they got a bit of a New York Yankees season in them, don't they? Yeah. Hard I, to pick. I said the Chargers would be favored by three and a half in Philly. Um, Philly coming off that big win against I the know, Lions. I know, yeah, exactly. And the char- I'll say the Chargers are favored by one and a half. And you hit it right on the head. Wow, that's that's really you're on fire this week. It, it's funny because I I base it on how they did last week. Yeah, and that's how gambling is. It's based on it's not based on your season it, unless you're like the Pittsburgh Steelers or certain franchises that kind of get that point one point or two points just because of who they are. And Dang. then everybody else, it's based on what did you do last week and what did the other team do. I just I feel like I, I guess in my mind I think how how does the team respond and I usually think if you're a good team you're going to respond well but right. from the gambling perspective you can't really assume this team's going to come back that's and right play well I, I think the Chargers win big in this one again part of that roller coaster like you're thinking oh maybe they're not as good as they are this week and they this smoke is like them. A, a big a like thirty eight three you know like a smoke show like a Justin Herbert four hundred yard exactly game. yeah yeah because you know it's he's got it in him. Uh, I guess uh, I'll just keep keep everything where it was. Arizona at San Francisco. So again, we have this Kyler Murray question, and might be Colt McCoy. I don't know what kind of drop off that is, but I said even before I said San Francisco would be favored by two and a half. Ooh, I'm gonna say Arizona's favored by a half a point. Uh, half a point, and the Niners are favored by two. Yeah. So right now, it's I guess it's because that Kyler Murray right, question. Right. Yeah. If he plays, I, I can't imagine. I feel like that would swing the spread at yeah, least the three other, or four points. I would think so. Uh, 
finally the well what was supposed to be the marquee game of the weekend i guess it's still a good game green bay at kansas city i was i'm way off now but i said kansas city if they were playing rogers it'd yeah. be the chiefs by two and a half yeah exactly i and i'm gonna say it's probably six and a half very close seven and a half you mm-hmm. you still get it but it's just because of the rogers yeah i i agree with you it'd be like a field goal field goal do do we cheer for jordan love like do we hope he's good yeah for sure because now you're gonna have more controversy that Why would not? be that would be really fun if he if he's really good and understands this offense like if he's ready to to take over like do they just do what they did with odell and send rogers home maybe i don't think so probably but, not yeah. i don't think he'd be that good but right Jordan Love is going to be the starter next year. Rodgers is yeah. going to play for the Packers. No, next exactly. Year. He's out of there. It, it, it's a it's a good measuring stick, I think, for a lot of good teams that their number one quarterbacks out is like, is your offense still in check? Yeah. Regardless of who you throw in there, right? The Cowboys were a prime example for that. That you know what you throw in a guy who's he's not even a like a a good backup, no. but he was still able to get it done. Right? Mm-hmm. They they put enough police. They made it winnable for them. Right. All right, I'm gonna tally this up. So, one, two, nothing for me. Two, one, uh, three, one. Wait, was I up? Oh, oh, three, one, three, two, three, three. Tie that. Tie that. Uh, four, three. You, four, four. Wait, we're actually close. Oh. So you're up five, four with two games left. Okay. Five, four with a tie. Uh, Sunday night. I'm like really excited for this Sunday night game. I think this is good. I know there's no Derrick Henry, but Tennessee going to the Rams. Right. I guess then Derrick Henry does swing this spread, yeah, but for sure. I I still think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I, I agree. I said the Rams would be favored by four and a half. So I Ooh. guess this is I, I knew Derrick Henry would be out, but I right. still thought it'd be close. I'll I'll say the Rams are favored by one and a half. Ooh, okay, so I get this and we're tied going into the last to the Oh, I actually got the Monday night game. No, oh. uh, it's seven and a half. Okay, so no Derrick Henry. That's that's a pretty big spread for sure. One player really influences the spreads week to week, and it's we're, usually quarterbacks. And we're not, yeah, we're not. I guess no one's confident in Peterson coming in there running for 120 yards. <laughs> uh, Monday night again, a game I'm weirdly excited for. Chicago going to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. I guess this also could be like, what if? Justin Fields is just playing a really good defense. Like this just could be like a 17-10 game. Yeah, it's kind of what it feels like, right? You get the most mobile quarterback against the most immobile quarterback. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I said I got it right on the head, so I don't want to. Okay, uh, I'll say Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half. Ooh, he went low at six and a half. Like you said, mm. the teams, the franchises that get the points. Yeah, exactly. So I somehow win that week, even though you got like three of them right, like the spreads completely right. Right, should get bonus points for that. You should. Um, I guess that's it for the NFL. We'll go quickly to the NBA before we get to your bad, good, and great. Um, a couple of meetings. One that it's just the most NBA thing for a story like this to come out. Damian Lillard met with LeBron and Anthony Davis in LA during the off season. And I'm sure this will just swing back to, oh, are the Lakers going to try to get Damian Lillard? Because that's every conversation we have to have. I I thought it was interesting that they met, but also what can you do when 
they're like everybody's under contract. There's there's not much you could do. Apparently Lillard wants Draymond Green in Portland, which he's not going to leave Golden State, especially how well they're playing. Uh, after the Celtics had their really tough, I guess what do you call it when someone come like there's a comeback against you, like you just blow. I guess you just blow it. They had a players only meeting, right? Which that's never a good sign, especially no. like two weeks into the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, you're you, they've hit the panic button. When you have a players-only meeting, that's panic button pressed. Yeah. The opposite of panic button is the Toronto Raptors. Fifth straight win. They beat Washington. Fred Van Vliet, 33 points. And it seems like Van Vliet and Ananobi, not like trade nights, but it seems like there's nights where they just kind of decide, okay, I'm taking over. Exactly. Yeah, they got a 1A and a 1B and no Barnes, and they're still pulling that off, which to me, that's pretty impressive. It's the defense. Yeah. It's huge. Also, like, I know you love Banton, but the minutes he plays, like, he just kind of, it seems like one of those guys that would have fit on that 2019 Raptors team where yep. you put him out there, he's going to play good defense, and he yep. can he can get a basket from he himself. He was, like, the Chris Boucher, he did that. Norm Powell in his early years, he was that guy. I like, you could just see it, just when the team needs energy, there's always a guy that Nurse can put out there. He's always seemed to have that guy mm-hmm. uh, to put out there to make, to change the moment. It's almost like a fight. Yeah. Right in hockey where, okay, get out there, goon, and do your thing. <laughs> and a good uh, good Toronto kid doing it for the Raptors. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Lakers again. Shea right. just alexander hit this crazy, like, logo three for the dagger. Right. And it just it's hilarious when stuff like this happens because – we could be talking about this in June, or I don't know if the NBA Finals are in July again this year. And the Lakers win the title, and then everyone it could turn into the UCF conversation of like, well, you know, the Thunder. Yeah, Thunder the, kept beating the Lakers. Yeah, if the Thunder only had to play the Lakers this year, they would be pretty good. Yeah, that's a that's a playoff team for sure. Carl uh, Anthony Towns in one of the classic 21st century moves, or I guess maybe even 2010s and after move, uh, saying his Twitter got hacked, and it liked a tweet saying free free car free cat like get him out of minnesota but he said his twitter was hacked and that he didn't like the post no but he was hacked right i love this i i it just it's amazing because you're obviously not going to own up to saying something like that no of course not but it's even better when you get caught and have to whoa you know someone hacked my account right just have a little better security than that yeah for sure uh chris paul passes Funny enough, he passes Steve Nash for third on the NBA's all-time assist list, right. and it's it's good that we have Nash in the NBA again because they yep. they talk to him about it. Right, and on during a press conference, he's like, "God damn it!" Like he was upset it, that Paul passed him. Right, yeah, and that's the way it should be. I don't realize why that doesn't happen more. You know, when a superstar or an ex-superstar is excited because somebody to me, I'd be mad too. Right, like that was my record. Now, yeah. right, bumping me down the list. Yeah, bumping him down the list. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, because the Bucks have not had the best start to the season. I think we all could just, you know, championship hangover. They've got guys in COVID protocol. It's not panic time, especially when Giannis almost did what Aaron Rodgers used to do when he would just say, relax. Like he spelt it out one year, like they're going to be fine. Giannis went the other way. It's after a win said, thank God. I thought we were tanking. <laughs> Like, he, he's just one of the best personalities in the NBA. Like, he went to right. a Harry Styles concert and was like, 
it was like 99% girls and then me, but he was the best and it was so much fun. <laughs> I just, I love his personality and he just right. always seems like a positive influence. Where's his brother playing this year? Is he on his team again? Um, So his, he has two brothers. So ah. Thanasis is yeah. playing on Milwaukee okay. and his other brother, Alex, I think is on the Raptors. Or I oh. think he's with the, he might the be on the G League. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm surprised they wouldn't just all be in Milwaukee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be a fun. They all teamed up and all were on the floor together. Yeah. Be a scary team to play against. Um, I guess my last, yeah, my last point, uh, is Drake is campaigning the WNBA to add Mm. an NBA or to add a team in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. makes sense. It's, it's a market they haven't tapped into at all. Yeah. Surprised. He's also started trying to recruit players to play for this WNBA team that hasn't right. even been announced. Yep. I feel like if you bring the WNBA team to Toronto, I feel like you should name them the Huskies. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, And you could do similar jerseys to the, the old jerseys. Yep. I, yep. I just feel like it's that, or I feel like it has to be something Raptors-related. Right. Even if just the colors are the same. Yeah. You kind of want the cohesion like like a city like Pittsburgh. Right. Which you can't really get now with the... I guess they're kind of close. Blue Jays, the Maple Leafs. Yep. The Raptors are... are different. Yeah. yeah. They sometimes wear the Huskies jerseys. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that is all I've got. Let's get to your bad, good, and great for this week. Okay, the bad. Let's stick with the NBA. The Suns, right? Mm. With the ownership. Um, unfortunately, these billionaires... It's almost like we're back into the 1800s again where you have masters and slaves where, like, they figure they own... Because they... I heard that as a quote, well, I own these guys, right? It don't. And it's a, it's, it, but it is the same kind of hierarchy, isn't it? Yeah, and they do it. treat that power. I think they also wanted to change owner of a team. I think they wanted to change that name. I don't know what else you'd really call them. Oh, why? Is so- well, because owner, like... Oh, like, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought it was Suns. What's wrong with the Phoenix yeah. Suns? Like the, 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 the sun Suns pissed off now. I don't like being called Sun. I don't know. Just <laughs> like the, to the be term called owner. Orange Ball. <laughs> like, the Phoenix Orange Balls. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I, 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 I'm assuming there's going to be more stuff come out about not just this team but other teams, especially when you have. I think it's up to seventy people now that are saying. But why? Why does it come out like now? Yeah. Like when it's happened, like the Raptors' assistant coach was the former head coach of the Suns. But I guess he doesn't want to get involved in this. But because this is when it was happening, like back three, four, five years ago. Yeah. Wait, Nick Nurse was no assistant? Uh, the assistant coach for the Raptors. Now was the head coach for the Suns. Ah. Sorry, I can't think of his name, but he doesn't want to get involved. Like he just said, I, I, I don't want to argue facts. His is basically what he said, which is pretty telling. Telling, right? And again, it's seventy against one, so yeah, it's probably you know, it, again, if, even if it was five to one, like someone said, well, if it was five one, maybe it's not. It's one guy against some people that are pissed off at them or whatever. But yeah, um, the one good thing I would say about that though is. Um, I think um, Silverman is the best commissioner out of the four leagues. He seems to deal with that stuff good. Yeah, like, like the Donald Sterling yeah. thing. It was just he's gone. Exactly. Banned. Yeah, they don't. He doesn't seem to fool around, right? He's not lawyer. I'm assuming he's a lawyer, 
probably. I right. Think so he did he, work for like NBA TV for some time. Okay. But I'm, I'm you know sure what I mean. He but he was... doesn't have that lawyer speak. No. Right. Like if once this is done, like you won't see him. Like you said, Robot Batman is be his new nickname. Um, this one is um. I'm gonna put in a, the good and bad category. Are the Pittsburgh Penguins like on the ice? Good. Yeah. Right. Like. They beat the Flyers in overtime. Pissed me off because again, Pittsburgh got nobody in the lineup. That Crosby comes, comes back, back and he's right. In he's COVID in COVID, protocol. which again to me is a bad thing because like they've had like nine players out of the lineup. Sullivan now is in COVID protocol because he's got it, uh, and then of course all the off ice issues that yeah. are part of the organization really more with the American League affiliate, but. Yeah, like Pittsburgh's a tough team to play against. I again, I don't think they last. I, I think we kind of nailed this where they're going to be tough to play against, but eventually they are going to be part of the Columbus Blue Jackets, New Jersey Devils lower tier. They're not making the playoffs in my mind. Mm. Not not in the conference, the East Conference. In the West maybe they'd have a chance, but I don't think they have a chance in the they, East. You put them in the Pacific Division, they're they're probably at least a wild card team. Exactly. And it's yeah, it's not even that they're bad. It's just you're I'm taking I'll take Carolina, take yeah. both New York teams, yeah. take Philly, yeah. take Washington. Yeah. That's probably it. But right. then it's Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Columbus. Yeah, exactly. And that's just that division plus the Boston, Tampa, Florida, Florida Toronto. Toronto. Yeah you're already you're i think teams. i'm at like nine or ten exactly teams. yeah you gotta have to have a play in yeah. for, for things to happen for you um for the great i'm gonna go to tennis where um team canada's women's team um uh, lost but it was in the final uh with no fernandez like they, they were totally shorthanded and they were still able to i don't know they i thought beat france Right, who was the defending, defending champions? champions. Yeah, so I, so I thought they did pretty good considering. Again, they were they didn't have their top guns there, and they still did well. Do you know how long the Billie Jean Cup lasts? Or no, how long it's been around for? No, it's. Uh, I think they must have renamed it okay. because um, it's usually the they've D- always the Davis but Davis Cup. That's the men. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm surprised they don't have a mixed one as well. Maybe that'll come. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. So you can have mixed doubles and but you could have, you know, women's singles and men's singles and mixed doubles and doubles and I I, I can I can see that eventually them going that route. It's just I don't think they promote that well enough. No, because that's why it, I didn't even know it was a thing. Like I knew it, the Davis Cup happened, right. but I didn't know Billie yeah, Jean but, Cup was a thing. Exactly. And again, here's I think the problem with tennis. Um follow baseball. Like tennis is on actually all year round. There's hardly any off season, so why not um, promote it a little bit better? And I think the problem there is um, again with the ATP and the WTA, they're just not on the same page, and they're not on the same page with the players. But Always. I just turned that into a bad, didn't? Yeah. I? Wow. <laughs> I, that, I got one more great for you. Um, World Junior Hockey. We could talk about it. The the schedule came out, and Canada plays Czech Republic on Boxing Day. I mean, always always a Boxing Day classic. Did they come out with a pre tournament or just the? No, that that was the only headline I saw was that Boxing Day Canada versus the Czech Republic. But I'm sh- yeah, there'll be two or three games. I haven't seen any rosters or where they're doing their training camp yet. I'm assuming that'll should be soon now. Yeah, right. They cause... usually announce it very shortly. I think the biggest question for this team is do because we know 
Shane Wright will be on this team. He should probably have a big role. This will be a young team. I I think the biggest question is, does Connor Bedard? I think you at least have to invite him to the camp. For sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm glad I watched the under-18s because a lot of these kids, I think, are going to make this team. But it it is a 19-year-old tournament, so I wouldn't be surprised if they go to camp but then don't make the team. That's that's how strong Canada is. Like, these guys are number one difference makers potentially for in the NHL and they can't even make their junior country team. Like I wonder if it turns into like does Connor Bedard ever play in the world junior yeah, like, he, oh, he might still he must have one more year yeah, before he can get drafted. Before he even get drafted. So, so he'll probably next play year one you'd year. Be the yeah, guy. Which could be, you know, the yeah, because Connor McDavid, right? He, his first played, he played he, two years, but his first year he again you you're the thirteenth forward, right? Typically. Because you're good enough, but Again, you're playing with kids that are three years older than you, so that does make a difference. I want, I just, Bedard is to me just the most fascinating part because we, like Agreed. Shane Wright almost made the team last year. Yeah. Exactly. Now it should be his team. Right? As an 18 year old? Yeah. I, I don't know. Just seems like the teams get younger and younger, but there's, again, I haven't really got into the junior hockey too much this year, so it, I don't really know what's out there. For not just Canada, but for any of the other countries. Like, I'm assuming the Americans are going to be good because they got their US TP league or NTP or whatever they, they, you call it. They have power. I just think of the Michigan team because they have two Canadians. They've got power and Kent Johnson. They got a, I wonder how they're doing this year because they got a powerhouse team. Yeah, I mean, right? they brought they, back most of their team from last year. Yeah, and they're all like, what, there's three or four, five guys on that team, I think, that were drafted. Yeah. Yeah, well, and so. then Beniers, he'll be the he'll be the star yeah. for the U.S. team, right? And he was already like the second line guy last, last year. Last year, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. World Junior, I mean, World Junior. As much as I said, October is the most wonderful time of the year. World Junior time is truly the best. Right? Yeah, that's fun. Great hockey. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this one. We'll be back on Tuesday. Okay. I'm on nights. I think I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. As a Tuesday day weekend. I'm at school. Oh. So might might have to be Monday. Okay. Monday and then just not have Monday night football talk. Right. What's Monday night? Oh, Chicago, Pittsburgh. Right. And yeah, we can probably. Oh, wait, but I have hockey. Let's figure this out. We don't need to figure this out on here. We'll be back sometime next week. And besides that, we'll see you next time.